All right, I'm Dan, and you're listening to the Stage Fright Podcast, where we talk about mental health while working in creative industries. Today, I'm talking about taking a break. Where does the saying, butter wouldn't melt, come from? But if I take a break, are people going to stop listening? I mean, I get bored of my own voice, to be honest. Yeah, so I've dusted all my amps, dusted all my, <laughs> dusted all my pedals. Because <laughs> if there's one thing that the ladies love, is a clean pedal board. <laughs> right, what I will do for the next series is get a new fucking chair. I quite like making music, I love working in the studio, but I do like being unknown. I quite like that. For someone that likes being unknown, I do put a lot of myself online. (laughs) I made the worst joke the other day, and I was so disappointed in myself. Do you think I need another presenter? Like two of us doing this? Are you still doing stuff with Badly Drawn Boy? I don't talk to Steph as much as I'd like to now. I do kind of miss him. He's a lovely man. Who's better looking, you or John Pugh? Do you ever wake up with that feeling of, oh, I've got to hand my essay in to a uni that I went to years ago? (laughs) Are you good at bigging yourself up? Nah, not really. What are some of the struggles of working in the music industry? That's a good question. That's a good question to end the series on. You're listening to the Stage Fright Podcast. Uh, Here's the artist formerly known as me. (laughs) What? Cool. We on? We recording? Yep. Hey, how's it going? (laughs) You all right? Thanks for... Thanks for tuning in. Is that what is that what podcasters say? <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. It's more of a radio thing, isn't it? Where does the saying "butter wouldn't melt" come from? That's a phrase I've heard like probably seven times in the last year. Uh, let's Google it. I is it? Does it mean "butter wouldn't melt"? It means like they look innocent, doesn't it? But then, what does that mean? They're they're cold because butter wouldn't melt. Butter wouldn't melt meaning the phrase butter wouldn't melt in his mouth or butter wouldn't melt in her mouth describes someone who appears demure innocent or sincere but is in fact unkind devious or insincere the idea is that a person in question is so calm cool and collected that butter wouldn't even melt in his mouth still don't quite understand (laughs) Butter wouldn't melt. Anyway, that should that be the name of the episode? Actually, no. The name of this episode is going to be called Taking a Break or Taking Breaks. And I may as well, I'll just say it now. The This podcast is going to be taking a break for a few weeks. And I think... And I think that's needed. I've kind of ummed and ahed about it for a while, thinking, oh, but if I take a break, are people going to stop listening and you know move on to something else? But I think with podcasts... People don't listen to them like they do music. People sort of get to them as and when, really. You know, so a band releases new music and people go and listen to it straight away. But if someone releases a podcast, it might be a couple of weeks before they go, oh, I'm like three weeks behind or whatever. So I think hopefully I want to take maybe October off. And what I'll do in that time is I'll kind of reassess how I want to do the podcast with regards to like advertisers and that kind of thing. And I think taking a break is a is a good thing. Um, you've got to, right? You've got to you got to take some time off and sort of reassess it. And I mean, I, I, don't get me wrong. I love the podcast. I Every time I get to an edit, it's almost like, it's like gardening, isn't it? You, <laughs> you'd never want to do it. But once you start, you're like, actually, I'm quite into this. This is great. And I think in this break, I'll get guests on, recorded, and then I'll get them all sort of edited, ready to upload. Because it takes a long time to do these episodes. So, you know, you're probably looking at a day a week per episode. And that's, um, you know, that's quite a lot of time. That's, that's like a part-time job in itself. Sorry, let me turn these speakers off. I've got a... Is that better? 
I've just uh, I've just brushed my teeth. <laughs> I've started. <laughs> I get like quite a like I get quite paranoid about my teeth. I th- I keep thinking they're too like yellow, but I brush them three times a day at least. Yeah, I tried some stuff off on a TikTok ad, and it's like some horrible purple stuff, and you put them on your teeth, and it's done fuck all. It's, it's, it's absolutely marketing. <laughs> I just got absolutely sold a marketing thing. Yeah, I just get really paranoid about my teeth. But yeah, I, um, I used to do these day in the life of a session guy, and uh, you'll notice before every gig, I always brush my teeth because you feel so much more refreshed on stage after you've brushed your teeth. And I got Steve, who plays drums for Provincials, I got him into it as well, and he swears by it now. Like, mate, if you if you ever if you're ever about to play a gig, just brush your teeth. Just five minutes before you're about to go on stage, just brush your teeth, and you just feel so much more refreshed. It's it's lovely. Anyway, what was I saying? Oh yeah, the pod. So the pod, I'm yeah, I'll be taking a break throughout October. I've got a few guests lined up, and I just want to kind of reassess the the way I want to do it. I quite like the format of one solo pod, one guest, solo pod guest like that. Someone said, who said the other day? Holly Chapman, friend of the pod, she um, she came to do some recording the other day and she said, your solo podcasts aren't long enough. And I was like, oh no, is, do people want to hear this for longer? <laughs> yeah, but I guess, yeah, that was, nice. that, was a nice, that was a nice thing to hear. But do people want more than... I try and get the solo pods to about 20 minutes, if I can, with all the questions and stuff and all the bits in the middle. I think that's enough. I mean, I get bored of my own voice, to be honest, <laughs> if I'm honest. <laughs> I'm in a weird, weird mood today. I feel a bit weird today. I feel like I'm having sort of an off day where I just don't feel like I'm doing enough. And I was just doing some mixing for a band and it wasn't sounding how I wanted it to sound. And I just had to kind of go, no, get rid of it, get rid of it. Just pull the faders down and start again. So I've kind of taken a break from that. And I I noticed that my amp at the studio was a bit dusty. So uh, I started dusting that and then once I dusted that I just carried on for about an hour and a half just dusting everything in the studio so the studio is really nice and clean now that's probably why I brush my teeth yeah so I've dusted all my amps dusted all my <laughs> dusted all my pedals because <laughs> if there's one thing that the ladies love is a clean pedal board <laughs> patreon.com forward slash Dan Parkinson music for advert free higher quality and early access to the stage fright podcast Right, what I will do for the next series is get a new fucking chair. Ah, oh. It's sort of a character now, isn't it? This chair. It's a character in itself. Right, I keep getting distracted by my own brain. Taking a break. I'm taking a break. The podcast is taking a break. Series one has ended after 35 episodes. 35 episodes, that's not a lot, is it? Is that a lot? 35 episodes. I always compare it to Grant Sharkey's podcast, who did like 100 episodes. And I'm like, fuck, 100 episodes. That's amazing. That's, that's really good. Or I listen to Chatterbix and they're on like episode 300 and whatever, 370 or something. And I'm like, oh man, my, I don't do enough of these podcasts. But I sort of feel at the same time, I'm like, well, the production value is there. And if I was to do any more, it'd be more, it'd turn a part-time job into a sort of a full-time job. And that's hard to do when you haven't got advertisers. You know, you've got a day taking up editing podcasts but then if someone comes along and says oh can you mix my album and i know that'll take me a week i'm like oh shit that's the whole week that okay i need to fit the podcast in time around that so if i did more oh you get what you're given (laughs) (laughs) it's got to stop overthinking about it get what you're given yeah (laughs) i'm only one man as i said in my first solo podcast i'm only one man i can only do so much so shut up (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm joking. I think 35 episodes is quite all right, isn't it? 35 weeks. 35 weeks ago, you were listening to me and Elliot. I wonder how much I've changed in that time. Because the thing is, with Elliot's episode, Elliot drew and I can't remember the third one. Maddie? Those episodes were recorded like nine months before I even put the first episode out. So what I do want to do is actually get those guys back in to do another show. Is that interesting? I guess because the music industry is always changing and I guess the tattoo industry is always changing. And Maddie's got a new job now. She's a cruise ship singer. So like that might be quite interesting just to hear the return. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah, let's do that. Well, and what I do want to do actually for the next series, I want to like self-assess my pod. So I might listen to a bit of Elliot's podcast on the show and then comment on it. I think that'd be quite a good episode and say how oh, I wouldn't have asked that question again now or I could have asked that better. Because I think I'm I think I'm getting better as a as a host, but I guess I don't know, do I? I'll never do I'll never do one of these podcasts myself unless someone was to come in and basically be my job, you know? There's there's a great one of Kanye West's biggest regrets is the fact that he'll never get to see himself live. <laughs> I feel I feel like that. I feel weird today. I've done a spring clean and I feel like Kanye West. <laughs> oh, what am I going on about? Right. Do you know what is horrible? Those little electric meter things you have in your house. When that turns red, you think, oh for fuck. Okay, what's on? Do you ever get that? It's the it's the worst thing, isn't it? It's like the worst Tamagotchi you've ever owned. <laughs> I realised the other day, I want to be Bernie Torpin. I want his job. I mean if you, oh, Bernie Torpin is the guy who writes all the lyrics for Elton John. So Bernie will write all the lyrics, give them to Elton, and Elton will put the music to them. So you're making the same money as Elton, but no one knows who you are. And that's a brilliant fucking job, isn't it? He can sort of book a table at any restaurant in the world. They'll have him. But when he sits down, no one's looking over going, that's Bernie Torpin over there. Because no one knows who he is. That's the perfect job, isn't it? Isn't that a good job? I think to yourself now, like, would you want to be famous in this day and age? It's tough, isn't it? Because you really don't know. Imagine being, and I'm talking fame like Michael Jackson or Beyonce, like untouchable famous. Elton John, I guess. Imagine that. You can't even, you can't even go, oh, I'm just going to nip down to TK Maxx and buy a, a jacket. You can't do that. You won't, would never be able to do that. Some people might like that. Some people might like the glory. But I, I quite like making music. I love working in the studio, but I do like being unknown. I quite like that. It's really good. For someone that likes being unknown, I do put a lot of myself online. <laughs> Maybe I'm just talking absolute bollocks. <laughs> Speaking of fame, Nicole Scherzinger is surely the most famous person in the world with the least amount of work on her CV. Isn't she? Nicole Scherzinger. She was in uh, Pussycat Dolls. I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, okay, shit, they had one song. But the amount of fame that Nicole's got from that... Name another Pussycat Doll. Name any other Pussycat Doll. Can't, can you? Nicole Scherzinger. I mean, she's incredibly attractive. She's very talented. She presenter now? She's presenting on something? But surely she's got the least amount. For the fame that she's got, she's got the least amount on her CV, surely. Fair play to her. <laughs> Fair play. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I made the worst joke the other day. And I was so disappointed in myself. <laughs> I went to get a watch battery changed, right? And I took it into the guy and said, Oh, I need this battery changed. And he went, Yeah, cool. It'll be 10 or 15 minutes. And I gave him my watch and I said, How will I know what the time is? 
And he laughed, but he laughed in a way that I knew he knew it was shit. Or he'd heard that joke every day. He works in watches. He's heard that joke all the time. And as I walked away, I thought, oh, for fuck, that's the worst joke I've ever had. <laughs> I listened to, um, to my old Dirty Dead record the other day. The first the album came out, I can't remember, 2016? And it was quite lovely, really. I'll put a link to it in the description. But it was quite a lot punchier than I thought, because it's an old style of mixing that I did. I'm not much of a rock mixer anyway. But when I listened to it, I sort of didn't really hear any of the mistakes that I'd originally thought were there or I just sort of took it as it was. And I think that's sort of the key of taking a break, isn't it, really? You take a break and come back to it with fresh ears or, you know, a fresh sort of mentality and you can enjoy it again for, for what it is. Not I'm saying I don't enjoy the pod because I fucking love the pod, but it, coming back to it fresh, I think, is a, I think is a good idea. I think I'm a bit worried about my anxiety taking over and, and the fact that I can't really take time off from stuff. But I think if I keep myself busy, <laughs> spring cleaning, <laughs> dusting, <laughs> and getting a load of interviews ready to go, I think that'd be a good thing, right? Surely that's going to be a, a good thing at the end of the day. When I started the pod, I had... I was always three episodes in front. I was always three weeks in front. And it was really relaxing because you could go, oh, I'll just take this week off and I'll just won't think about the pod because I'm already three weeks in front. And then quickly that becomes two weeks in front. And then quickly that becomes one week in front. And then quickly that becomes shit. The podcast has got to go out tomorrow. I've got to edit this all night tonight. And that's what I kind of struggle with, I think, is time management with the pod. Do you think I need another presenter? Like two of us doing this? Who could I get? Rob Beckett. <laughs> Rob Beckett. Yeah. Anyway, going back to the Dirty Dead. Yeah, if you want to listen to that album, it's quite a fun record. There's a couple of things I, when I was listening to it, I was like, oh, I'd do that a bit differently now, but not in a sort of negative way. I just sort of think, oh, I'd, I'd quite like to try what that reverb would sound like on the snare or whatever, or taking all the reverb off and seeing what that sounds like. But nothing in a way that made me hate the record. Because, yeah, again, time away from it, fresh ears. I loved it. It sounded great. It was really enjoyable to listen to. And I forgot about all the little ear biscuits that someone described. I, list- I sent it to another engineer, a guy called Nick, who I don't speak to much anymore. He moved away. And I sent it to him and he said, like, you know, the first mix. And he said, mate, I love it. Um, I love all the little ear biscuits you've got in there. Like, there's little vocals that come in, like run across your head and stuff. And so, yeah, so now it's a headphone album. And I've always liked that phrase, ear biscuits. It's quite nice. But yeah, I've got a load of Dirty Dead merch at the studio if, if anyone wants it. <laughs> shit loads we've got a t-shirt with dennis nedry on it and it says the dirty dead but the dead is crossed out and it says the dirty ned it's got it's got a funny t-shirt we've got loads of them if you want one just hit me up i'll give you one i'll give you a load of shit we've got badges and plectrums and stickers and t-shirts yeah i'll do your little care package of dirty dead stuff but yeah it also gives me time to work on the new album which is nearly done i just i'm a bit jaded about releasing it i don't know if you want to hear the new album just come over if you want to come to the studio and hang out i remember right when i was in kids can't fly we had merch so kids can't fly kcf quite similar to kfc right and we had a t-shirt with the colonel on the front and he was saying it's finger clicking good and it was the kfc logo but kcf right and we were like that's funny but then when i was on stage once and i looked into the crowd and there was about five people wearing those t-shirts I thought, they just look like staff. (laughs) They look like they work at KFC. If anyone's got one of those Kids Can't Fly KFC t-shirts, can I have it? Like, I really want one. I never got, I never, I don't have any KFC merch. Uh, KCF merch. Yeah, it'd be nice to see it again. 
If anyone's got one, just let me know. Right, what else we got? Oh yeah, I didn't get to how I was feeling. All right, I'm just going to take a quick break from the show to tell you about my Patreon, where for the price of half a coffee a month, you will get early ad-free versions of the podcast in a higher quality, as well as a load of behind-the-scenes photos and audio that I've been told to say are NSFW, which I don't know what it means, but people have it on their OnlyFans accounts. Apparently, I, I, I don't know, I've been, I've been told that. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Dan Parkinson Music. You can also get the app on your phone so you can listen to my voice wherever you may be. My Patreon has a pay-what-you-can scheme where all tiers are the same. The aim of this is to have more Patreons paying the smaller fee a month and not pricing people out, which in turn will pay for the show and help it run and run until the end of time. (laughs) Anyway, let's get back to the show. Yeah, I feel a bit weird lately. I feel, I think it's because I've had quite a busy spell at work. I've been doing a load of mixing and um, writing for people and it's been great. And now I've got like a couple of weeks of not really a lot on. It sort of made me feel a bit like unwanted in a way. Do you know what I mean? Do I say that too much? Do you know what I mean? Someone's going to get a compilation of all these pods one day and just just put up. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean by that? Do you know what I mean? Oh, the other thing I want to do with the new pod, with Series 2, is do more on-location recordings. Because the Fringe Festival one, that was really fun. Like, that was a really fun... I just did it all on my phone, so it sounds a bit weird. But if there's a way I can record it a bit better. But I'm playing the London Palladium with James Martin's band in November. And I want to do a pod from that. You know, I could pod from the time I pick up my equipment, leave my house on the train, on the tube to get to the venue. When I first arrive at the venue, like, you know, and just talk about that kind of thing and what kind of feelings I'm going through on the day of a gig and what musicians go through and what they do. I did a day in the life video of it last year. So if you go back on my TikTok and on my Instagram and find that, you'll get a bit of an idea. But I'd quite like to just do more on location pods. I could even just go out for a walk or whatever and just do a pod from just me walking. Is that interesting? Oh, as I said that, I felt like, ah, oh, such a show off. <laughs> and I don't even know why, what, that he can walk. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Ah, <laughs> oh, anyway, what's that? Fucking hell, that's like 20 minutes. Well, I don't actually know. You're probably listening to this after I've edited it, uh, which will probably bring it down to about 18 minutes. Cut out a load of the shit. <laughs> so yeah, I guess the questions are, do I need a co-host? It's more admin though, isn't it? Are the solo pods interesting enough to have one every other week? And on location recordings, I think I'm really up for that. A non-location recording. Yeah. Right. Oh, I was going to do like a music recommendation for my... Um, yeah, go check out my um, The Stage Fright playlist on Spotify. I'm going to start recommending music every week. And I'll put it up on the on the playlist, which is quite good. I think today's uh, music recommendation is a rapper called Logic. And he's got a song called Anxiety. Um, and I think it's with uh, Lucy Rose, who I've done... I think I've worked with her on something. can't remember... I think I did sound for it at a gig or something. But yeah, it's called Anxiety. It's spelled differently though. It's spelled A-N-Z-I-E-T-Y. And it's on his uh, Everybody album. So yeah, that's Logic Anxiety. It's a really good album. Really good song. So that's my... I should have a theme tune for this, shouldn't I? I'll work it out. I'll get in contact with Sam Tanner. He can sort it. He can play some nice roads again. Anyway, speaking of Sam, let's get to the questions. You've been sending your questions in. So take it away, Sam. <laughs> Okay, question one. Do YK about the Mandela effect? What? 
Oh, do you know about the Mandela effect? Yeah, it's where you remember something like the Monopoly man. You always remember him having a monocle, but he actually doesn't have a monocle. It's that it's that that thing, isn't it? Yeah, the Mandela effect is really interesting. What was your favourite show when you were a kid? Hey Arnold. Talked about it on the pod before. Friend of the pod, Hey Arnold. Everybody wanted his room, didn't they? Because he had a glass ceiling as a room. But imagine that in the rain. Fucking hell. What's your sign? Um, oh, do people believe in that? Uh, I'm, I'm an Aries, but I don't know what that means. I mean, I guess it's the kind of thing where if you've got a terrible personality, you can just blame it on your star sign. <laughs> That's what people do. <laughs> I'm sure there's some sort of truth in it, I guess. Are you still doing stuff with Badly Drawn Boy? Not at the minute. He's, um, he's going out solo, which... I guess there's more money in it for him, isn't there? He doesn't have to pay a band. So that's one of the things you've got to accept as a session musician. You, um... So I'm just going to get a mint. My... My mouth's feeling a bit dry. Yeah. So he, he can go out solo and do it, and it's still a great show. So I guess he's just, he's just doing that. But, you know, we're still in contact. Oh, he's such a funny man. He's such a funny man. Your speech for your granddad was beautiful. Oh, thank you very much. Like, I'm so glad I said that. If you haven't heard it, go back to episode... I can't remember what it was called. Episode 30, the one before Catherine's one. And I read out my granddad's speech that I didn't get to say at his funeral. And what I am going to do is I'm going to record that better and put it up on the Patreon. So it's more of like a sort of relaxation kind of thing. But um, yeah, thank you so much. You know, that speech and the way I sort of put it out into the world, I'm really, really quite proud of. So thank you. How many guitars do you own? Um, not actually as many as you think. One, two, three, four, five? Five electric guitars, one acoustic, one bass, and one banjo, and two ukuleles for some reason. But yeah, my mate Steph, I was chatting to him about guitars once, and I said, how many guitars have you got? And he was like, 25? I was like, fucking hell, 25 guitars, that's mad. And they're all lovely guitars. And he's a proper, like, guitar nerd. (laughs) He's one of those, like, guitar nerd people. I don't think he listens to this, but he'll find that funny. Yeah, he's a lovely man, and uh, I don't really talk to him that much anymore. He's the one that got me in with Marshall, so I've done some stuff over at Marshall. Um, I did a day in the life of that as well when I went to Marshall Studios, and I filmed some demos for, I can't say what they were for, but for some new Marshall products, which is... um, I think some of them might be released now but some of them haven't so i can't really talk about it but yeah i don't talk talk to steph as much as i'd like to now because i you know, i do kind of miss him he's a lovely man i guess it's just you know it's just one of those people you that come into your life and then you kind of they kind of like drift apart you know yeah it's a shame what was the question how many guitars are <laughs> yeah and for a guitarist i don't have that many guitars so um it's quite easy to maintain them imagine 25 guitars imagine restringing all them at eight quid each. That's like, I don't know, 100 quid or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who's better looking, you or John Pugh? <laughs> oh, John Pugh, mate. He's like Andover's heartthrob. He's a triple threat, isn't he? He's got good looks. He's tall. He's a carpenter. People love that. He's a good drummer. Yeah, he's fucking annoying. And he's a lovely man. He's a lovely man. Who's better looking, you or John Pugh? I bet he wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> Ideal band to play for, artist and instrument. Oh, I've got different artists and different instruments. I think, oh, I had an anxiety dream the other day about, there's a there's an artist I love called Dave Hawes. Hawes like Jaws, because it's spelt sort of, it looks a bit like Howes, but it's pronounced Hawes. And I had a dream that I learned all his songs. He wanted me to play guitar with him, just me and him. 
and we walked out on stage and he gave me the set list and it was completely different songs and i was like what the fuck and he looked at me and like smiled and i was like he's fucking stitched me right up here and uh, i woke up with that feeling of do you ever wake up with that feeling of oh i've got to hand my essay in to a uni that i went to years ago <laughs> you know like, oh, okay no it, it was just a dream but that was a fucking horrible dream um and it reminded me of that story of bob dylan he him and i think it was the stones they rehearsed all day to play like a live aid or something and it was bob dylan and two of the stones they re- rehearsed these like three songs and then they went out on stage and bob just started playing different songs <laughs> and the rolling stones were like what the fuck is he doing it's like it's bob dylan he just does what he wants <laughs> it just reminded me of that but yeah so for that's a bit of a tangent but yeah ideal band to play for artist and instrument um i would there's an artist called brian fallon I'm a really big fan of his stuff. And if it was his solo stuff, I'd love to play drums for that or piano. Uh, If it was the Gaslight Anthem stuff, he plays in a band called the Gaslight Anthem, I'd love to play guitar. Nick Cave, I'd love to play Rhodes or organ for that. Blink-182, I'd love to play session guitar. I'd love to just play like almost like behind the curtain guitar. Yeah, I quite like that. Or for someone like Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes, I'd love to play guitar and keys, you know, just as like a thing. A uh, friend of the pod, Gareth Grover, plays drums for them. So shout out to Gareth. Uh, next question. Have you done any of your life goals yet? <laughs> when was that? I had a podcast a while ago and I talked about my life goals. I can't remember what, what I said on them because life goals change all the time, don't they? One was make Ricky Gervais laugh. I haven't done that. One was to play Red Rocks. I haven't done that. <laughs> one was one to play Subterror with Z Garcia from Dice Tower. I haven't done that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done anything. Oh, that is the shit thing, actually, about making a list, and it? If you don't do it, you feel bad. <laughs> uh, I, can't, I can't remember what I said in those life goals, but if it's those three, then no, I haven't done them yet. <laughs> How much to mix my record? It's <laughs> getting a business inquiry on the pod. Email me at danparkinsonmusic at gmail.com. I'll happily mix your record. Would you rather be too hot or too cold? Too cold, I think. The sun is annoying, isn't it? In it though, people are, oh, let's go to the beach, it's sunny, but in the sun, just fucking annoying. Uh, I'd rather be too cold because you can always put layers on. In fact, I bought a shacket, which is a, <laughs> which is a half shirt, half jacket. I bought two, actually, a yellow one and a black one. Love them, they're great. Are Spurs doing better without Harry Kane? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are, but then also so are Bayern Munich. <laughs> right, favourite film? Um, oh, I don't know. Any film that's under an hour and 20 minutes. I used to like, there's a there's a film called Brief Interviews with Hideous Men. That's a really good film. And there's a film with Shannon Sossaman in, and it's about people who commit suicide in purgatory. But it's, a, it's like a night, um, Tom Waits is in it. What's it called? Wrist Cutters it's called. Really good film. It's not as depressing as it sounds. It's just a really good film. Patreon.com forward slash Dan Parkinson Music. Are you good at bigging yourself up? Nah, not really schmoozing i'm not really that good at because i sort of don't feel i mean i do feel confident in my own abilities when i'm doing them like when i'm playing live or when i'm doing a guitar setup or whatever i'm like yeah no, I'm, I'm, I'm quite good at this but if i'm out and about i go to a gig or whatever and then someone introduces me to something and they're like oh this is dan he's a really good guitar player or you know he learns songs really quick whatever i'm just like oh sh- shut up no i'm not <laughs> yeah I don't, uh, no, I'm not really very good at bigging myself up, which is sort of detrimental to being self-employed, I guess, isn't it? That is one of the bad things, isn't it? Um, worst chat-up line you've ever had? Uh, I don't really get chatted up. No, I've, I've, I don't really get chatted up. Um, 
What's that got to do with... <laughs> what's that got to do with anything on the pod? <laughs> All right, let's do one more. What are some of the struggles of working in the music industry? That's a good question. That's a good question to end the series on. Um, I find keeping momentum up is really hard. Even with like social media videos, that kind of stuff is really hard. Bigging myself up, that's that's really hard because I sort of feel like a bit of a show off. Staying relevant, that's quite difficult. Um, I think because you've got to be the sort of person that shows off. And by that, I mean, you know, be good at your job and let people know you're good at your job. And I'm quite... Like in the previous question, I'm quite um, bad at that. I'm not very good at saying, oh, I'll, I'll um, mix your record because I'm quite good because I don't feel like I am. And I feel, I, I think the problem is because there's people better than me. I'm like, why would they want me to do it when they could get, you know, Chris Lord Algae <laughs> to mix it for 30 grand or whatever? <laughs> I'm like, so I kind of keep myself quite cheap. And I always got told, if you, what's the word? Um, if you undersell yourself, but then overproduce, that's a good thing. So if you're like, oh, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, you know, that'll take me, you know, maybe two days to mix. And then you do it in one day and it's banging. Then that's always a good thing. So I've sort of lived by that, I think. What's the question? <laughs> what are some of the struggles of working in the music industry? Yeah. Um, what are the struggles? I guess going back to like, you know, Badly Drawn Boy could, you know, he goes out solo now. So you're always sort of doubting yourself a bit. Self-doubt is a massive thing which, you know, if you've heard every episode of this podcast in this series, you've everyone you've met has got, you know, self-doubt issues. And I think that's what the industry does to you. So I guess the struggles of working in the music industry are just getting through it and sort of selling it as a legitimate work. Do you know what I mean? Oh, what do you do for a living? I work in the music industry. All right, but what do you... Yeah, but what do you actually do? Oh, uh... What do you mean, what do I actually do? I work in the music industry. I play guitar and... <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say. You never say that to a builder. What do you do, builder? Yeah, yeah. But what do you do for, like, work? <laughs> and it goes back to what Dave said. It's because of the word playing. Oh, yeah, we're playing a gig. Oh, I've got to, got to go play at rehearsals. Oh, I'm playing my guitar today. It's always... It's all, it's a play. It's not a work. It's play. I'm just harping back to old episodes now. Anyway, that's... Well, that's sort of it for the series. Thank you so much. Like, genuinely, thank you so much for listening. I'll keep putting stuff out on Patreon over the next, you know, four or five weeks. I'm going to do Catherine's relaxation as a solo thing and put that on Patreon so you can go and listen to that whenever you want. And my granddad's speech, I'll put that up on Patreon. And I'll just keep, you know, if you follow the... um if you follow the Instagram, don't worry about Twitter because I think I've just read something that um, Elon Musk is going to charge everyone for Twitter now. So fuck Twitter off <laughs> or X or where it's called. You'll just find out all the information on Instagram or just give me a fucking message. <laughs> just email me <laughs> and ask what's going on. Uh, and if you want to come on the show, obviously email me at allrightstagefright at gmail.com or just hit me up on Instagram. But genuinely, thank you so much. Um, I never thought I'd have 35 episodes of people listening to me you know it's it's quite remarkable so thank you very much oh this episode goes on a bit doesn't it there you go holly it's nearly 40 minutes (laughs) Uh, mate thank you so much i really appreciate all the patreons that subscribe kind of what keeps me going and all the nice messages i get for this podcast but for now i'm just going to start taking a break hopefully i'll be able to take a break and not let my brain get in the way and go you should be doing this you should be doing that so what have we learned today take a break i'm going to go back to this mix in a minute and hear what it sounds like but it's good give yourself a break and go listen to the stage fright playlist (laughs) thank you very much and share this podcast with your friends um give them something to listen to and i will see you in the next series i guess fucking hell two series 
Ah, it just sounds like I'm showing off now. <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. Uh, see you in the next one. Bye.